This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1259 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Haggard Horse Health Report on the Horses in the Morning Show. This time, the Hit'em crew is joined by Dr. Wittich, and she has all the answers you ever wanted to know about hawk injections. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message. Admit it. You shop on Amazon.com. Don't be embarrassed. We all do. Well, next time you have a hankering to hit up Amazon for some deals, stop by horsetipdaily.com first. Click on the Amazon.com link on the left side of the homepage and then shop till you drop. Doesn't cost you a penny and helps us keep the lights on here at Horse Tip Daily. And now, on with today's tip. And we've got Dr. Wittich on the phone. Good morning, Dr. Wittich. Good morning. How are you guys? Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us again. I guess we didn't scare you off too bad last time. No, I wasn't frightened away yet. Okay. We, we'll work <laughs> on that today. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Now, for those who may not know uh, or didn't hear you on last time, give us a little brief bio. Okay. Um, I grew up riding horses and showing horses in high school. Took my horses to college at University of Finley in Ohio, and then went down to Texas A&M to do a master's program before returning to Ohio State for my veterinary degree. Gotcha. And so she now works at Haggard's, and that's, of course, across from the Kentucky Horse Park in Lexington. And we have a listener question for you, actually from somebody who lives in Lexington, Kentucky. So I'm sure that as soon as you answer this question, she'll call you and make an appointment. Uh, that would be <laughs> Uh, so Allison asks, I have a 23-year-old warm-blood thoroughbred cross who is still in light work with occasional jumping over low fences. He's in great shape except for an old hawk injury from many years before I got him, making that leg a little stiff. It mostly affects his canter work. He's very rough to the right. He needs to keep working, but I want him to be as comfortable as possible for as long as possible. Given his age and how long ago he was injured, would injecting his hawk help? If so, what kind of injection should I try? So, unfortunately, none of these answers are very black and white. Um, without looking at the horse, obviously, we can't give direct answers as far as what we think needs to happen. But the best answer I can give is that depending on the, what the injury is and what the underlying cause of the lameness or his pain is. So with an injury, you can either injure your bone and have arthritic changes, which happen over time, or you can have soft tissue injuries. And so obviously if you have a soft tissue injury with the ligaments and the tendons or the muscle in the area, doing an injection isn't necessarily going to help that joint. 
But if it is arthritis that is the underlying cause, then injections can definitely help to bring the inflammation down. But unfortunately, once a horse has arthritis, we can't really do much to backtrack and kind of erase the damage that was already done. So injections can help. And especially if the horse has never had them before, you know, we can try to inject them and see how much comfort they're going to get. But without doing, you know, radiographs and finding out what the underlying issue is, um, we can't say for sure whether that's going to fix the problem or not. Okay, so let's take the injury out of this. And are you on speaker, by the way, or Bluetooth or anything? No. Okay. Um, sorry, Glenn was asking. So um, taking the injury out of it, a 23-year-old that you want to keep going, and I'm asking because I have experience with this very successfully because I had an older horse who was about 23 years old, and he just was really kind of stiff and I wanted to keep him going, but I had another horse, but I wanted him to like be comfortable. So I got his hocks injected and I don't know why I didn't know about it or what took me so long. And I took him to a dressage show and he won high point of the day. So <laughs> I, I always attributed that to the hock injection. So a 23 year old horse in light work, how much do you think hock injections are going to help? And what would you put in? What would the vet do? Yeah, so they can definitely help. Um, Hawk injections are one of the more common things that we do. A lot of people call them maintenance injections, and they'll get them done on competition horses just to make them feel better and to be able to perform better. Um, again, I think that you need to make sure that the problem is associated with the joint. So obviously having a good veterinarian that can come out and determine that that's what the issue is. But again, if you're injecting every single, you know, three months to four months, I think that the effect that the injection has goes down. So if you have a 23-year-old horse that doesn't get injected very often and you get the hocks injected, I definitely think it can help them improve. And what we do most of the time is we use HA hyaluronic acid, which helps to lubricate and cushion the joint. And then we'll use some form of steroid that goes in and takes the inflammation out of the joint and the surrounding area around the joint. How common is this in a sport horse barn? <laughs> very, very common. Um, a lot of my horses that are showing on a regular basis, we'll get the hops injected about six months to every year. I personally don't like to inject them more frequently than six months because long-term steroid use in consistently in joints can actually have a negative effect on the cartilage in the joint. So we just try to be careful about how frequently we do it. And is there a negative to injecting the hawks? Yes. There's always concerns when you inject joints. Um, you can have a joint flare, meaning anytime we put something into a joint, it's a foreign substance. And so they can have inflammation associated with what we put in the joint. That's not very common, but it is a concern. Obviously, an infection of the joint is always a risk when you put a needle in a joint. And again, the veterinarian that you choose is very important for that as well because using good sterile technique is very important that will obviously decrease the chance of having infections associated with the injection. And then again, just long-term, there are certain steroids that are worse for cartilage and certain steroids that are more protective of cartilage. And so just being aware of that um, when you put steroid in a joint is also very important. Now, injecting a joint, say a fetlock, is that different than injecting a hock? No. Fetlock joint is the exact same as a hock joint. The only difference is that fetlock is what we call a high motion joint. 
So it's like your shoulder where it has a very wide range of motion versus like our ankle is very similar to a hawk where there's not a high range of motion. There's more of a solid impact. Okay. So is there more risk associated with injecting a fetlock versus injecting a hawk? No. And so, so basically I, if I have to inject the fetlock and I have to inject the hawk uh, on two different horses, there's nothing bad can happen. I mean, as far as putting the, the medication into the, to the fetlock versus putting medication into a hawk, it's, it's, it's not going to have any negative effect on either joint aside from. No. Yeah. So the same risk would apply to both. It's basically a generalized issue with joint injections in general. Um, With hawk joints, because they are a low motion joint, we're more willing to use stronger steroids such as Decomedrol that can have more deleterious effects on the cartilage. And then we tend to use more steroids like triamcinolone or betamethasone in high motion joints. But that's not necessarily a risk. That's just being able to choose what steroid you use based on what the joint is going to do. Okay. So even though it's high motion, you, you would just tweak the, the, the dry. So if you have to inject a fetlock, it's not like a downward spiral. No, absolutely not. Um, I think finding the joint that is the primary issue and treating that joint is going to get you the best effect. Often we have horses that are a little bit off behind or stiff. And so you just think you need to inject the hawks and move on. And sometimes that's not the primary problem. And so I think that finding the specific joint that needs the medication is more important than being concerned about what joint you're injecting. So how would one decide that, oh my goodness, my, you know, I think I need to inject my horse's hawks. What would, what would lend you to make that assumption as a horse owner? Most people, I think, just we call stabby hawks. So if they get a little bit sharp and stabby with their hind legs or they kind of stick their legs out to the side, I get calls a lot of times for people with that if horses aren't sitting down. So in a lot of our competition horses, dressage horses, jumping horses, they have a hard time flexing their pelvis underneath them and sitting down in their hind end. And so those are kind of questions that I get. But again, you can have that with any hind end problem. So, you know, an oral right thinks that it's tough, but on flexion exams and palpations, we find out that they're stifled or their SI need injecting instead. So it's just really important to have a veterinarian come in and be able to assess that and find the primary cause of the issue. So you would be able to tell with flexions or grabbing at palpations? Yes, exactly. I think palpations are the primary thing that I personally use. I touch a lot of horses and I feel a lot of horses' legs and you would be surprised at how many times just feeling the joints and feeling the soft tissues, how many times you can find things just doing that. And then the flexions obviously help us isolate out what the primary problem is. Excellent. So uh, is there an age that, last question and then we'll let you go. Is there an age that you would say, don't do this is too young or it's time to do it. It's a certain age. Is there like kind of a, a baseline for age that you would start injecting joints? So there's not really a baseline for age. I think it's more in the amount of work they're doing and when they're doing it. Obviously, I personally don't like injecting younger horses. I think that younger horses, if they are having issues with their joints, they either need time off or potentially something like Adequan or Legend. That is a systemic 
drug that can help them out without going into the joint specifically. But again, we have race horses that start racing at two or three, and we have quarter horses that are showing very heavily at three. And so sometimes we have to tweak those recommendations. But I personally try not to inject anything that's under probably five years. Under five years old. Oh my gosh, this has been such great information. Or we ran out of time. I could have kept going. <laughs> I think I need. I think I need to get my hawks injected. That's, yeah, I, you uh, probably do. And, and that's I'm another request from owners to inject things too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I was gonna say, do people do you do that with people? I mean, not you, but like, do doctors <laughs> use injecting joints yes. like horses? Yes. And that, that's actually the funny thing. Um, they definitely do in sports medicine with people. And um, they're much more lax about sterile technique in people, too. So that always fascinates me. <laughs> well, I guess they're not standing on a barn floor doing it. So <laughs> Exactly. And they don't have the hair to contend with either. Yeah, probably not. Well, fantastic. Uh, one more question. Would you recommend before yep. you in- inject a joint... Do you shave the area or is it, do you, does that mess it up even more? Does that make too many changes in the joint? So there were a couple of studies that came out fairly recently that show that when you shave the hair, you actually create those tiny little hair clippings and those can go in with your needle into the joint. Uh-huh. So it's not actually recommended that you shave, but huh. if the horse has excessively long hair or is so dirty that you can't get it clean without shaving, then we can definitely do that. All right. But a horse that's that dirty should not be getting hawk injections. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would be surprised. You I bet would I would. be very, very surprised. <laughs> Hi, my horse just rolled in the mud. I need some joint injections. Yeah. Stick a needle through that dirt and hair. Yeah. Can great. you get through the mud, please? <laughs> we, we have given mild baths before injecting before. We definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. Well, Dr. Wittich, thank you so much, of course, with Haggard Equine and the website is okay, haggardequine.com. And uh, thank you so much, Dr. Wittich. And we can't wait to have you on again. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guest as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. Make sure to have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. And you can also subscribe via iTunes. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>